Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. How are you? <laughs> I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in studio, joined by Randy Angston. I want to know how they're doing. Yeah, they're doing great. <laughs> doing great. How are you doing? I'm yeah, I'm great. I'm got to go out to, out of town, uh, Florida. Got to go family reunion. Hasn't, go. Haven't seen a lot of these guys in ten years. The lion side of the family is gigantic. Like my dad had ten kids in his family, and then yeah. they had kids and the cousins and the, the you know. I feel that so one of the cool things we do though is they do um, they do T-shirts with color codes. So based on generation, you have a different color code. So like everybody that's all my cousins, we all have the same color. And yeah. My like my dad has the same color as all his brothers. So all my aunts and uncles have the same colors. And then like their kids, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty we, cool. Uh, my father's side is very similar. Yeah. Chicago Catholics. My grandfather was one of thirteen. Yep. And yep. my dad had. Uh, like 72 or 74 first cousins. I'm like, what? Yeah, How do you keep track? Like, it's wild. Family members you're never even going to meet in a lifetime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's pretty wild because I got a call from my aunt over the weekend, uh, last Sunday, before we left for Rhode Island, and I was at the Cardinals game, and my cousin's daughter, so my yeah, second cousin, yeah. was in town, and so she, I said, have her call me. I got a ticket for her for the Cardinals game. It's so cool. And so she can't, I've never even met her. She yeah. just met me at the game. It was awesome. Kelly Lyons. Yeah, it's so cool. Super cool. All right. So great episode today, guys. Uh, we need to talk about which, you know, what, what's going on in this industry. I mean, honestly, I see a lot of things happening. Um, we've made plenty of predictions that have come true. We, we, we definitely have our flag in the ground on specific models and specific trends. Um, but we, we need to talk. Apparently, some of you haven't list, listened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, still doing some of the same old uh, things. So well, where were we? Um we, we've worked with a lot of franchise gyms in the past. And a lot of times they have the franchise conventions and those yeah. conventions, they share data at those conventions. And one particular convention was the Orange Theory Convention. And, and, and they talked about attrition and retention rates and all this stuff. And it was shared amongst the entire corporation that the average length of stay for a member at Orange Theory was under four months. So three to four months. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's, that's a difficult business model. You have, it's a, it's a churn factory. You have to be constantly selling, 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 you know, what are the, what are the only ways to get ahead? You sell, sell more, charge more, sell more, charge more, sell more, charge more. Um, and that model of large group training, everybody in a room, um, is, is dead. It's been dead. It's, you, you know, a lot of, uh, gyms we work with are, um, struggling right now that are, are in that model, trying to get over to semi-private or even private training or whatever. Well, let's, let's, let's elaborate on that. Why, right? Like why? So we know it's ultra competitive as far as how many people jumped into the arena, right? Last few years between CrossFit, between Orange Theories and the F45, like all of these franchise models and then the one-offs in between, mm -hmm. everybody ran to that because that was what the last 10 years look like yeah you got Barry's boot camp yep. burn boot camp fit body boot camp you name it mm -hmm. it's very low threshold of entry you got to go to a warehouse type place open space not a whole lot of equipment everybody's doing the same thing low level coaches 
I mean, I mean, no offense to anybody that has a boot camp. I'm not saying you're a low-level coach. You don't need to be a highly skilled technical coach to run a workout of the day. Mm-hmm. Everybody's doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. You're more of a cheerleader at that point. Yeah, hype guy. Um, let's go, let's go. Right? And, and, you know, while there's room for that style of training and uh, motivation out there, uh, it's not a sustainable business model for many reasons. Number one, for example, is the price point of a large group training facility. Typically under one ninety nine a month. Mm-hmm. Typically, I mean, yeah. I haven't even seen ninety nine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that alone requires you to have a lot more members than a higher price club that does say semi private or one on one training. Now, with more members at the same churn levels, it means you have to replace you know twenty thirty clients per month just to stay even. Equal. And so you're burning through the marketplace uh, very quickly. I mean, honestly, I don't know the inner workings of an Orange Theory. But on paper, that that is a hard, that's a difficult business model in my head for that to even be profitable. Yeah, absolutely. Let, I mean, some some. I mean, I've seen plenty close, by the way. But there's some that are opening now. It's mm-hmm. like, wow, good for you guys. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be in that in that. No, position. I mean, you're, you're literally, and, and and I think the reason that before, you know, you right now it seems like an opinion. Like we're just throwing things out there. Like the reason that we have this belief is not just because we're looking to where the industry is going, but it, the, we're looking to where the industry is going because of where people are making their decisions, because the data and the evidence, it's not just the fact that we don't like it or we don't align with it, or it's not what we enjoy to do ourselves. And that's, that's completely irrelevant. Like look at the math of this situation. The facts are, this is a dying trend. <laughs> The and dying trend, and, and it, the, the craziest thing is the most <clears throat> diehard large group training gyms that are in our network, they're switching too. Yes. They, they see it. Yes. You, you know, it's just, it's just a tough model. It, it's right? a tough model, and I think that everybody gets stuck on the fact that, like, I do something different. Well, you might do something a little bit different, but at the, at the end of the day, it's hot, sweaty bodies in a room. Like, you're, it's still the service that these clients are buying. Mm-hmm. You're just another option of that right and so as unique as you might feel your delivery is of large group you're still in the large group model which comes with all of those low price point high competitive you know arena environment yeah. you know li- i don't want to say limited opportunity for results right but you don't like we don't have the luxury of going and building you know quality mass and and working on the other aspects that you know other modalities have because the whole the whole goal here is just burn calories and in a room for you know 45 to 50 minutes type of thing so how many variations of that can you do and mm-hmm. be unique and different well i can tell you that every large group training gym right now that's listening to this you know be defensive or not defensive accepting of the message or not whatever you've got people in your gym right now that could literally go back to back workouts in your gym not break a sweat and go on with their day in fact they could probably do three and if you look at the results that those people have, they're just staying the same year after year after year. They're doing it because they enjoy it, but are they really getting further in the progression of, of the results? Because at some point, your body's adapted yep. to that metabolic style conditioning. You cannot build muscle without muscular damage and refeed and everything else, which just happens in strength training. Mm-hmm you can do body weight stuff and swing kettlebells and push-ups and burpees and stuff all day. But in order to put on muscle, like you said, you got to break down the muscle tissue mm-hmm. 
and especially in a boot camp model, yes, you have resistance with body weight, but they are so conditioned at that point. There is no progressive overload. There isn't, but yeah. not with those those particular clients. Mm-hmm. The the other the newbies, they're going to get great results in the beginning. But what I'm talking about is those diehard fire breathing clients that are in your gym right now doing the boot camp model, and they could do two or three back to back. We worked with a gym out of Florida and. He had a, several of those clients because that was his model. That was his model, and, yeah. And he brought, he brought mm-hmm. in semi-private, and we started working with some of these clients with actual weights and strength training, squats, things like that. And they were so sore, they couldn't believe how out of shape they were when they could have done two or three boot camps back-to-back. You go in and do some, put some weight on their back. They fell in love with that new they like being in pain, I guess. These well, are the, yeah, because the the pain is feedback that something's working to us. You know and, I mean? and then he basically got brand new diehards over in the semi-private game because he's doing something different with them. Um, you know, another one of our Iron Circle members, the, the third one that was a, a diehard, um, the brothers. Yeah. He's changing to yeah. semi-private. I mean, the the message is this. to from When, when somebody's in a large group training model, a lot of those, like, how do I switch? Yeah. How do I, the message that is being, I guess, one of the brothers is sending to his, we talked about how to do this, is like, we thought we were doing the best for you. We found a better way. We can't, you know, in, in good conscience, continue to train clients this way when we know there's a better way. And so therefore we're switching our model to this model because of all the benefits to you. Mm-hmm. And paint them. And paint the picture. Right, and so that's a way to change. Attention gym owners, are you ready to take your business to the next level? Join our exclusive Facebook group, Profit Accelerator, and unlock the potential to scale your gym to $30,000 a month and beyond. In the Profit Accelerator group, we're gonna focus solely on helping gym owners just like you win. We offer regular training sessions and share our best proven strategies to boost your business. Join us now by searching for Profit Accelerator on Facebook. Be part of a community that's all about success and growth, the Profit Accelerator, where gym owners thrive. All right, now let's get back to the show. Um, there's so many ways guys. One of the best things we do is helping gyms switch to semi-private training because we believe in this. We believe semi-private is the the best, um, for everybody, not, not just profits, but for the client, for the coaches, for the schedule, for the results, all the stuff. Um, and so the big question becomes, how do I do it? And we've got formulas and we've got calculations and we've got, you know, a, a phased approach to switching this, you know, in our coaching program. Mm-hmm. So a lot of what we do. Uh, but listen, guys, if you're sitting in a, in a large group model, you're not blowing the doors off. Like you're not just making tons of money. I think in the next two to three years, it's going to be obsolete. hundred percent. I mean, you're still going to have new gyms opening up with that model, but you need to be where they're not. You need to, like we, we called it out as a red ocean. Now we're saying it's dead, mm-hmm. like it's dead. And, yeah. and you have to move on. You have to adapt. If you want to make it in this industry for 15, 20 years, you got to change. I've changed five different times. Yeah, literally. I've changed I mean, five yeah. different times. Yeah. Like the most recent is the rebrand in the, in the model specific equipment layout. Like we went that far mm-hmm. down that road. But when I first opened, I was in any time fitness model of training if you wanted it moved into a large group with no personal training, moved into a large group with personal training, 
went into semi-private training with large group, did that for a long time, got rid of large group, just all semi-private training, and then I ch completely remodeled the gym to all semi-private training. And even if you go back to even our last episode, we're making changes within the semi-private, the way we're selling it, the way we're you yes. know, positioning it, that is, that's, that's the progression of a business. Right. I have to adapt or die. You and know that's, what I, mean? I think that's the, this is our, you know, the last lifeline that we can throw out if you're in that model. This is, guys, this is d data that's been going against the, your benefit for years now. And if you're, this is your first wake up call, you better start acting fast because everybody else that has taken that step is already out of it. And if you're not, you're not going to have the luxury of deciding, oh, well, now people like another model. Let me go step into that arena. Again, you're going to be behind the eight ball over there when everybody else has made that transition ahead of you. This is, these are the must decisions in the business, yeah. not what campaign I'm going to run to put a few more leads in. And well, four or five years ago, when we when we would have new clients come in, they'd never heard of semi private yeah. training. They they can't believe what it is. It's not a thing. We, now we have clients coming in that the last gym they left to did semi private training in another state, and they're coming looking for semi private training here. That's how I know it's caught on. I mean, you guys, are, if you're not doing it yet, you, you're getting further and further behind. Like that was the, the wake up. We had to teach people what it was. Yeah. And, and there's still, and, and not to, I mean, not to say that it's still not new and trending. I mean, we're opening or not opening. We're transitioning some of our gyms right now to that model. I can tell you three of our re most recent coaching clients are, have the only semi-private model in the entire area, mm -hmm. right? They're completely unique and proprietary still to this day which is a beautiful thing. I mean, we're talking the last couple of months, but that opportunity is going to be gone the end of next year. And the, ne the year after that, we'll be looking for the next, you know, thing that's going to be, it's not just a trend too. And I want to make that differentiator. This is a, this is an entire modality and how we train our clients. Right. So back to like the, the large group, you could, you could do something fad based where you do have something unique when it comes to hot, sweaty bodies in the room but that's going to have much shorter legs than the model that you train on, you know, as a whole, you're still operating in that semi-private. So to, to change the model, change the delivery, speak to the benefits of a different style of training for the results your clients need. That's your big gain. Not what hook am I going to go do for this marketing campaign or, Oh guys, maybe we need to bring in cycle or, Oh, uh, kettlebell training insert, you know, in our, in our boot camp, group, you know, yeah. like, you're missing the the boat there. You need to look at the business as a whole and the product you serve as a whole, and realize the seat that you're in is is probably not the right one anymore. It's yeah, it's the truth. But here's the good news: when you do change, new life gets breathed into your place, new energy, new blood, new clients come over because they were looking for strength training mm -hmm. and you weren't offering it. That's the other thing, guys. With these boot camp clients or large group all, all the same you're, they're going to get to a certain point and then they're going to want to put muscle on in your gym and they can't do that with you and they so they go to the guy down the street that does personal training or they just go to a big box gym and say hey i need i need weights yep right weights are not a bad thing right like even females today are looking for strength training the, the words out the cat's out of the bag mm -hmm. you know strength training is the way to go if you're not doing strength training you could do strength training in a functional manner. You could do strength training all kinds of ways. Old school isolation body, but what, I mean, but you have to challenge the muscle. You have to challenge the muscle. You have to, you have to break it down and you have to rebuild it. And you just can't do it with body weight. 
just I mean, or TRX or whatever, whatever those things are, yeah. right? So look, guys, we've got plenty of body weight movements in our strength training for people that can't do weights on their back. We have TRXs out there. We have bands and balls and all kinds of things for that particular movement for that particular client. Here's the difference. We can change. We can take it all the way up to a you know a, a 600 pound squat or deadlift or bench in here, or we could take it down to a body weight. Yeah. Right. Or you, below. Or, you know or, what I mean? Yeah. Even below, right? You know, Correct. there's assisted ways of assisted. Weight. Yeah, exactly. And that that's the scale. But if you think about that within just the difference in business model in a boot camp, you have a little bit of that, right? Maybe you pick up the pink dumbbells. Maybe you pick up a 15s, you know, like, cool. There's a little bit of scalability. But at the end of the day, everybody's doing the same movement and the same workout. And it's not true push to, to everybody's limits like semi-private can. We can, yeah. we can scale that way further and way higher because at the end of the day, we've got six people in front of us, not 26. That, that's well, a, ideally. It's, a, it's no. a big case. And one thing everybody's missing is there's clients out there that want to pay you more money. There you go. They, they, they attribute, and we, we hit this over the weekend pretty hard, they attribute the value with money. So if, I, if you're 200 bucks a month and this one's 500 bucks a month, the $500 a month one seems more valuable because it, it must be. It because must be, yeah. Because they're charging that, they must, they must have something that's two and a half times better than the $200 guy. And that speaks so contradictory to the belief most gym owners have. Most gym owners want to race to the bottom because they think that you know more opportunity is better for for my business if I can serve more, like you know, hundreds hundreds more people by charging everybody a little bit less, I'm going to win. Well, you're, it's a race to the bottom. Where's your line? What is your value of what you bring to the table worth? And it's also contradictory to the you know the client's beliefs. If if I'm just slashing my prices all the time. Do I really value what I bring to the table? Yeah. So if you wrap your mind around the service that you provide and you believe that it is of that caliber, like we said in another recent episode, there's no benefit for being the second most expensive. If you bring the more, if you bring everything that you can to the table and you are, you have the confidence in that service and that product, mm -hmm. charge the most. Be that guy. Somebody needs to. And I think it's the sale most people are afraid of and they don't value the service that they provide. There's, we've, yeah, we have episodes specifically on this and the mindset of the, of the person sitting in the mm -hmm. sales position. And it goes into all of that plus 10 other things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So listen, so listen guys, uh, you know, I guess this was a, a, an episode to tell you that, Hey, it's, it's your time to get the hell out of that model, uh, move into a more profitable model, you know, semi-private being the one that we suggest, but there's one, there's room for one-on-one -on -one too. There's, there's Jim, uh, there's clients out there that want to pay two grand a month and have a private trainer on standby with mm -hmm. the water bottles and all that stuff. There's people out there that'll pay that. Absolutely. If you don't offer that, they're, they're not going to come to your gym. Understood. Right. It's, it's just this large group model. I just don't see any future in it. And you know, it is what it is. So anyways, hopefully that helps you guys, uh, maybe changes your mind, maybe kicks you in the ass. Like, you know what? We better investigate this guys. If you need help with this links, will be somewhere in the show notes to jump on a call or whatever. So that's it for this episode. Hopefully that helps until next time. Keep changing lives. See you on the next show. All right. And thank you for listening to that episode of the built to grow podcast, where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, business talk with fitness professionals. Just head on over to Facebook and type in business talk with fitness professionals. And when you do, 
We're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies seven-figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.